Welcome to the Crying in My Cheesecake podcast. I am Danielle, your host, and again, I am so grateful that you allow me in your ears. I know it's been a hot minute since I've been consistently posting on the podcast due to a lot of schooling and a lot of stress and a lot of things going on in my life. Um, if you follow me on social media at Crying in My Cheesecake, um, especially on Instagram, you'll see that I'm quite busy and I just had to take a break and something had to go and it was the podcasting. So you're going to be getting a bunch of batched up podcast episodes and I hope that you enjoy. As always, I would really appreciate it that if you would like subscribe and rate this podcast at five stars. That really helps me, um, but it also helps other people to see and have access to my content. So that's not just something that I am asking flippantly. I'm asking just for help to get the podcast episodes out there. That would be really, really helpful. So today, um, this episode, we're going to talk about building a a life well, build that life well. There are just some things about building a a life well and what that looks like. Sometimes we are so disconnected from reality of what we are we have been so disconnected that we are not sure what a life that's functioning well even looks like so let me give you six things to talk to think about um, about building your life and what a life lived well looks like the first thing um, I personally believe this but I also know that everywhere in science somehow these things kind of pop up but the first thing I'm going to mention is healing yourself healing yourself from the inside out okay Danielle what does that look like well healing yourself from the inside out means you've really got to have honestly a relationship with Jesus get right with Jesus get right and on the right track if you are right with Jesus you're going to understand where you stand what you can control and what you can't, what is his and what is not yours. So then all that means is you're not going to waste time on worrying about things or doing things or having all of these things in your mind that aren't even yours to handle. Yes, you can be concerned with it and, and like acknowledge, ooh, that kind of scares me and hand that over to Jesus and then be reminded. But what I can do is this. I can pray. I can go for a walk. I can do positive um, behaviors or methods of coping that will allow me to release the stress. Um, It will allow me to live more abundantly. So having a relationship with Jesus changes everything. And all that is the first place that we start with healing ourselves from the inside out. The second thing is forgiveness. The relationship with Jesus first, because you cannot forgive someone unless you understand what forgiveness actually looks like. Forgiveness can be anything, forgiveness for anything. It can be someone that ran into you when you're walking down the, you know, down the uh, street and someone accidentally bumps into you. You can either get really mad and turn around and be angry and spew angry, vile venom at them. Or you can say, oh, no worries. Or, oh, my bad, if you're from the Midwest. But honestly, everything that has to do with forgiveness, when you can forgive, it is not about that other person. It is about that release of that person's control over you. Forgiveness is this thing where if you if we don't forgive, we are going to harbor a lot of pain. And I'm not saying, I don't want to like flippantly or like make this sound flippant that you don't have justification for your anger or your rage or your frustration. And 
I could argue that you don't have it. Um, but I could also, I can also accept and acknowledge that you do have feelings that are indicators and those feelings can be indicators of something. I also know that the way we conduct and the way, um, how we live our life the things that we believe, the things that are inside of us will spew out of our mouth and out of our behaviors. We behave out of what is inside of us. So if I'm walking down the down the street and I will probably run into you, that's just how it goes. I will probably run into you and I'm going to turn around and say, I am so sorry. And I expect someone to say, oh, you know, that's okay. It's, it's no problem. Don't worry about it. I would expect that because I'm, I'm, I'm apologizing for my wrong. But if someone is having or someone has pent up anger and rage and like I said, that venomous, vile th- stuff inside of them and they are just hateful and they have not forgiven those who have hurt them and abused them or what have you, what could come out of their mouth is that they want to have a confrontation with me because I accidentally bumped into them. I want you to think about a time where you've overreacted. Think about it. Just get, get a time that you've overreacted. And I want you to think about Why? Why did you overreact? Was it because there was maybe some negative things inside you that you haven't spoken or haven't healed or talked about, haven't taken it to Jesus, haven't taken it to a trusted counselor or mentor in your life? Healing from the inside out changes everything, but it also starts with a relationship with Jesus. The next thing I want you to think about is getting to therapy. Speaking of therapy, getting to therapy. Um, I don't know what it is about the boomer generation, And I feel like (laughs) I feel so millennial saying that, but I'm not really a millennial. I'm kind of like between millennial and Gen X. I'm kind of like I was raised like a Gen X. Anyway, um, I'm an older millennial on most charts. So getting to therapy is hard for people that are part of the boomer or right after the boomer generation because it was looked upon as, oh, why are you going to therapy? Ooh. And then that meme where it's like the millennial, you know, the millennial going to therapy is like, did you hear what my therapist said? That's the truth. Even if you think you have the best life ever, you need therapy. I don't care how old you are. I don't care whatever circumstance you may currently be in, what you have experienced or what you've come through. You need therapy. It was actually in therapy that I learned I was codependent that I had issues with anger. I had self-esteem issues, self, um, what is that called? Self-confidence issues. And I learned how to heal those wounds that caused those issues. So codependency, anger, self-esteem, all of that kind of stuff, food addiction was all a symptom of that deeper wound. And I was, and I was given tools on how to apply those in the moments that matter. And I may not be actively in therapy, but I go and get checkups Just like I I may not be sick when I go to my doctor for my yearly checkups, but I still go. I go because it's a way to maintain. And most people will get their cars, you know, like if you think about your cars, most people will take better care of their cars than they do their own mental health. That they take better care of their cars than they do their bodies. They know exactly what went in it. They know how much went in it. They know when the last oil change was, when it's time for the next one. And they care more regularly about their cars than they care about their mental health or their physical health or their nutrition, everything. They care, they care more about it. Interesting, isn't it? So the first one was to heal ourselves from the inside out. A better, a building a better life is to heal yourself from the inside out. Getting to therapy. And the third thing is to eat well for your body. 
eating well for your body looks different from everybody else for the most part, except for you get to eat the foods that God created for you, the plants and the animals. There's not one that's better than the other. There's not um, there are people that are always going to be at extremists, but being an omnivore is the only truly healthy meal planning or meal dieting product nutritional protocol across the globe. There is not one vegan community that was ever healthy. There is not one super, uh, what is it, carnivore that is perfectly healthy. Omnivores rule because God gave us the plants and the animals. The other way to eat well from, for your body that's very simple is just to stay away from hydrogenated oils, processed foods, and anything franken. And by franken, I mean anything that's not in its natural state. Stay away from it. Stay away from anything that's not natural. So those things, and when I say natural, I mean not processed, like cottonseed. I did not know that some of the foods in my house had cottonseed oil and, and rapeseed. What in the world is a rapeseed? Rapeseed oil. And then there's like all these other things that are just completely you can't even name the words and that's okay there's there's a whole um there's a whole uh group of people that are like oh the dose makes the poison which i do agree with that partly but i also if everything i'm eating has all of those poisons in it then it's probably not great for me right so the way to build a life well is to allow yourself to heal from the inside out get to therapy and eat well for your body the next thing the fourth thing is to engage in growth opportunities Growth opportunities are things like going to church. It could be simply going to church every week on Sunday or Saturday evening. It could be joining small groups or Bible studies, going to seminars or webinars. Just please stay off of Netflix documentaries about food and whatnot, because those are all for money and not for actual fact. Let's just be real. Um, Another growth opportunity that helps you or that could help you um, would be something that helps you move on to the new putting away the past old you and moving you into the new you, like being around like-minded people of who you want to be. Mentors, having some mentorships, add Titus to women in your life if you're a female. Those kinds of things would be very beneficial to building a life well. The fifth thing I want to share with you is simply be around people who live similarly to you. All too often, we find ourselves with people who don't live a life like us. And and I'm not saying that there's not a place for that, because there is a time and place to be with those who don't worship the same as you or who don't necessarily believe the same as you. But more of our time should be spent with like-minded individuals and or families. Why? Because we need to be poured into. We need to find a safety place where we can grow and mess up and still have this safe place to go that we can be built up and worship together and do things together so that we don't feel alone. How many of us felt so alone this last year? Being with people that are like-minded that would um, do life similarly to us is very important to our life lived well. Being around people who encourage you, build you up, are a safe place for your vulnerabilities, man, that is huge. That is a big deal with being around people that are similar to us. If you don't have anyone like this in your life, you can even hire somebody for the interim. Hire a mentor. You can find counselors who will disciple you. You can find therapists who will do that. You can find professionals who will do spiritual discipline work with you. You can find people who will do fitness with you, nutrition with you. You can hire someone to help you. And the sixth thing that helps you to build a life well is to watch your time and your money. You know, they say that You can find a person's priorities by what they spend their money on and what they spend their time doing. 
make sure that your schedule matches the person that you're trying to be. Your schedule, which is where you spend your time, speaks louder about your priorities than your mouth does. If you say you love and value Jesus, then your time should be spent with Jesus. If you value serving, you should be spending time serving. If you value your children, you should have some time reserved for them, some quality time. And then we know that money is not, isn't necessarily the root of evil, but it sure does show where a man's heart is. And by man, you know, I mean woman too. It shows where a person's heart is. Money also tells you quickly what your priorities are and where it goes is what you typically worship. Isn't that crazy? Building a life well incorporates healing yourself from the inside out, getting to therapy, eating well for your body, engaging in growth opportunities, being around people who live similarly similarly to you or how you want to live, and watching your time and your money. But it takes consistency, showing up for who you want to be day in and day out when it isn't fun, when you're tired, when you're stressed, when you're overwhelmed, and when you just want the easy way out, which we call instant gratification here. Building a life well creates resilience, peace, and intentional growth to always be better and more rounded, but it also requires much diligence to stick to your guns and not get derailed. Thank you for listening to the Crying in My Cheesecake podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, you can send Danielle a virtual cup of coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash CIMC.